Good morning, and welcome to a very special extra innings here on the Sports Insanity Network. I am Mark Olduff Guy Halpern, and joined with me, I got two of the best buds in the world right now. Who are they? Why don't I let them introduce themselves? What's going on, sports fans? Good morning, afternoon, evening, whatever time zone you are in. Shout out to Bill Murphy, because you're not here for this one. I am Lawrence. President Patchman Lang. And hey, let's have some fun here. So usually I sub in for either the old ops guy or the president, but I'm Mike Rifkin. What's going on, peeps? So we're all together to have a little bit of fun. And we're going to talk a little bit different. We're not going into news stories that have happened in sports. We're going to talk about us for once. So you're going to have to listen to about us. And we got two great topics. First one is, what is our official SIN walk-up song? Now, we're also going to have an alternative walk-up song. And then the president came up with a great idea. What is our, if we were coming in as a closing pitcher song? So we're going to start off with El Presidente to lead this off since he is the commander-in-chief. So do we want to go, do we want to save the closing song for last and then just start with our walk-up songs or our yes. themes? All right, so my official walk-up song is going to be Fight for Your Right by the Beastie Boys. What is your alternative? My alternative? I'd have two alternatives because you and me talked about this off-air. We, we would have had the same walk-up song from our days with the Hudson Valley Renegades when we worked there. So my first alternative will be, Hey Ma, I Made It by Panic at the Disco. Just a great song. And then my, my other alternative is Walk on the Ocean by Toad the Wet Spocket. Interesting. And what is your closing song, my friend? This is a wrestler's theme. It is 13. If people don't know that in the wrestling world, that is the Suplex Machines theme song or entrance song by Taz. Not It's not by Taz, but it's Taz's entrance song. So 13 just has that great rock and roll energy and it's getting the crowd into it. Okay. That is a good start. Now we are going up to the pun master himself, Mike Rifkin. Okay, so, so for walk-ups, this was kind of putting me on the spot. But you got to go. I want ACDC Highway to Hell. I know Trevor uh, Hoffman was Hell's Bells. I'll go Highway to Hell, ACDC. Um, the alternative, which you want something fun, how about Walk This Way by Run DMC? Hey, All right. Bro. I like that. Is that uh, saying because you would be walked a lot, Mike? Yeah, yeah. Listen, let me tell you something. In Little League, I was the king of either getting hit by the pitch or get, getting those infield hits, man. I, I was like Usain Bolt before Usain Bolt. Oh, now what do you like then? I, I look like Mo Vaughn. <laughs> and what is your closing pitch? Okay, so, so this is a... a also a tot. So, first off, Hakuna Matata from The Lion King. 
It means no worries for the rest of your days. The other one was closing time semi because <laughs> You should never have given me this time to think about. <laughs> I know, but that's that was the fun that's of doing amazing, <laughs> So funny thing about so, closing uh, time. I got a funny story about closing time. Go ahead. You brought all- a bar down during closing time? <laughs> no. Uh, two th- it, it happened. It plays in the grocery store I work at. I work at. Can't speak. It plays in the grocery store that I work at all the time. Like midday, I'm like, it's not closing time yet. <laughs> but I will spend a dollar every time I work in the bowling alley, and it's the last song that plays on the jukebox. Nice. And you know what? When it plays, sometimes when we still have a crowd in the bowling alley on a Sunday morning at twelve fifteen in the morning. It starts playing and people people actually leave. They actually they it, closing time just starts playing. They're like, no, I guess it, yes, they're telling us to get out, and they all get out. You and gotta like, respect that. And I'm like, and I, I, I really go, thought you were gonna say people started singing along. Some people do sing along, but I look I look at my manager sometimes. I go, that's how you clean, clear out the building. Well, that is there are other ways, but those can be discussed off air. Now, that is an interesting look on those two. Now, I will give you mine. My official walk-up song is one of Patchy's alternative songs because, as he said, we listened to it all the time. We were at uh, HVR, and it is Hey, My Hey, My Made It by Panic at the Disco. My second walk-up song is, you know, you, I'll let you guys laugh. It's okay. My alternative is Could Have Been Me. By Halsey. And my second. I don't know the song. And then my second one is Without Me by Eminem. But my closing Mm. song. See, to me, a closing song. I mean, I love the comedy action of Mike, too. You know, they come into play, you know. And that's what we expect to hear from Mike is the great color commentary and the funny reactions, even when put on the spot. Patchy had a nice, nice, serious one. But I'm going in the direction of what Billy Wagner and Mariano Rivera had. No, it is not Enter Sandman. It's the opening from Whom the Bell Tones from Metallica. To me, it is one of the greatest instrumental openings to any song out there. And that's hard to say because I love Enter Sandman as well. So, but that's that that's that's R three. We will be putting other members of SIN on the spot on this. One of them will be on Monday night, so you're gonna definitely love to hear that, especially before we go live. And then when our good VP returns back from his uh, brother's wedding shower, shout out to Kevin. Congratulations, Mazel Tov. And you know, here here. And hope you have a good time at that. And we will get his reactions and on-the-spot notice. And as other members come on from live shows, we'll attack them. But moving on, and I use moving to get to movie. If you were listening to the 19th hole, we were talking about doing the golf top five movies. Well, we're not going to necessarily do a top five because if we did a top five, the odds are we would all have a lot of the same movies. So here's what we're going to do. Everybody's going to get a turn, and it could be a movie from any sport. However, if that movie is said, 
it cannot be repeated. So we're going to do five movies each. So this way you're getting to hear 15 different movie opinions on sports. So you'll say, we'll do two at a time each, and then you come down to the closing one of each. A little description of why you like it and why you believe it belongs on your technical top five. All right. Are we ready? Yes. Okay, we're starting with Mike Rifkin. Uh, miracle about the nineteen eighty U.S. Olympic hockey team who beat the Soviets. Tremendous film if you've never seen it. Uh, Kurt Russell does a great Herb Brooks, and it's based on a true story. What could be better than that? So that that'd be one. Uh, remember the Titans. Denzel Washington, great football movie. Um, it, there's a little bit more to it than just football, though. Uh, but those would, I would kick it off with those two. Okay. President Lawrence, Patrick Lang. Another movie, you know, based on historical facts, or not say historical facts, but based on history, a league of their own. You know, Tom Hanks being a manager of an all-women's baseball team when, you know, World War II was in, the, in its, uh, we'll say, men's, I can't, I can't think of the right word to say. When World War II was going on, we'll go with that. You know, hey, baseball had to have a pause. What, what as Americans did we do? You know what? Women stepped up to the plate pun intended and you know what hey the women's professional league was formed and you know it's just it's it's all inspiring to see you know how since we weren't alive when that was going on you know how they portrayed you know like how the league went on what happened you know how women reacted to you know when finding out that their husband passed away in war and then it's just a great movie to just learn about history of baseball. And you know what? To me, in, you know, in the 21st century, especially in the 2020s now, uh, we should probably have a Major League Baseball league again for women because, to me, I think it would be great to have. I can agree with you more on that. It, it might take a while to get off the ground, but it could probably become very popular. Mm-hmm. Second movie. I'm going to go complete opposite Happy Gilmore. <laughs> you can't go wrong with Happy Gilmore, Adam Sandler. Just, you know, it's one of my favorite movies personally. Just, you know, the good old, it's, it's a golf movie, but, you know, hockey players trying to be a professional golfer, beat Shooter McGavin for the gold jacket, <laughs> gets the lady, doing it for grandma and chubs. And, and honestly, it's the best swing in golf. Yeah. The slap shot. The slap shot golf shot. And also, who, and, and who can't forget Bob Barker. <laughs> and you gotta love it that Bob Barker kicks his ass, too. Yes. How about the shot to win the tournament? That was, like, straight out of a mini-golf course. Legit. Yeah. And he, and he, you know, that's a great way to kick it off. Now, for me, I'm gonna start it off with a football movie. Any given Sunday. 
you want to look into the real life of quote unquote NFL life, this is the movie that does it. Al Pacino as the coach, Cameron Diaz as the owner of the team, James Woods, LL Cool J, Jamie Foxx, even my boy Terrell Owens makes it a, a great catch in the movie. But the seriousness of the movie is shows the up and down of players' lives and how they are treated and thought of is a true expression of football. Now, like Patchy, I have a comedy for my second one. It's Rookie of the Year. I love that movie. It is such a feel-good movie with Ian, Tom, and Nichols when you know this kid breaks through into the movie career before he went on to the American Pie series, obviously. Slips on a ball, breaks his arm, the shoulder tendon deal too, too tight, and the greatest line of, of a movie comes out with funky butt loving. I mean, come on. That wasn't allowed on the jersey I got, but I did get it saying pitcher's got a big butt, my autograph shot of it. So that's my two start off. You got to love the, the coach who gets locked in the room. The hotel. Daniel and Stern. then he gets locked in during the, the, in the playoff hotel. game. Yeah, he's in the cage. <laughs> Daniel yeah. Stern. Daniel Stern did an excellent job. I, I, as, as great as a job as a comic relief could do. We're going back over to the pun master here. Mike, what are your next two? Okay, so to keep the theme of baseball and comedy going, Major League. Charlie Sheen before he was really Charlie Sheen. Wesley Snipes. And it was just a good, fun baseball movie. It was legitimately the adult version of Bad News Bears before they turn it around. So... Some of the lines in that movie, I mean, were are, are memorable, but for me, it is very bad to catch Joe Boots around the Very bad. I, I just remember when Pedro Serrano's, who, who I think might now be the state farm guy, uh, not the state, yeah, it is. the all state guy. Yeah. Yes. He, he wants to sacrifice a live chicken before the big game. And they go and bring him a bucket of chicken from KFC. There you go. One chicken, like you said. <laughs> and then he strikes out. Should have gotten a live chicken. <laughs> I think another great line is that is when he's actually like, you no, know, he's walking up and he's, you know, trying to get the big hit. And he just goes, Jobu, if you don't help me now, I say, Jobu. I do it myself. I do it myself. The second one is also great. I was going to mention the second one. Oh, I apologize. That's one of my movies. I, I, I won't mention it anymore, so you can Damn do it, it later. <laughs> um, I'll the other, it, don't worry. The other movie I'll mention, again, I'm going hockey, Slapshot. Oh, Paul Newman, great movie. Uh, the Hanson, oh, oh my God, it, it was... Just if you you have a couple of hours, go watch Slapshot. It's fun. 
it's and a great funny. movie. It really is. So those would be my next two. Okay. Back down to the one of one El Presidente. Yes. No, I'll mention it anyways, Major League Two. You know. What it what a great no, it's you know what it's a great sequel because it just shows evolution of characters like Charlie Sheen becomes the clean good guy, thinks he's all not all that, but like you know, he has a girlfriend that keeps him on the boat instead of off the boat. Pedro Serrano becomes a Buddhist, so he's not all pissed off. Willie Mace Hayes thinks his shit don't stink. And then, you know, new owner, and then they just suck again. And then, you know, they all just have to go back to, basically they have to go back to their roots and remember who they really were, and that's why they were winning. The team gets sold back to the evil lady. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they get the Japanese player from the Giants, not those Giants. <laughs> and, Tanaka. you know, it's, Tanaka from the Giants. <laughs> Not the San Francisco Giants, the Japanese Giants. <laughs> and it just it's just awesome because, you know, once again, hey, you know what Sheen has to do? He has to get rid of the lady that kept him off the on the boat. He needs to get back off the boat, get the glasses back. And Willie Mays yeah. Hayes need Willie Mays Hayes needs to remember who he was, where he just played small ball and didn't try to crush the home run. Um, Serrano has to remember that he has marbles. Mm-hmm. You have no, you have no marbles. You have no marbles. Marbles. Waves. <laughs> Serrano, want to hit? Yeah. Okay, you go though. He runs down the lane. Yeah. The, the whole, <laughs> Just you know, it's a great. You know what? There. I well, I think it was they. They won what? They won the, what was it? The pennant. Yeah. In the second one yeah. again. I, I want to see one. Too bad they never did it. Instead, you know, having the third one where it was back to the minors, mm. have the third one happen and have them showing winning the World Series. Yes. They, that would have been, you know, like a, a perfect trilogy to, you know, okay, hey, they won the division. Then they won the pennant. They didn't, it doesn't show them losing. And then, hey, third one, hey, you know, Indians lost in the, in the, AL championship. Can they get back there one more? They get back, they win the pennant, and then it shows them winning the World Series. To right. me, it would have been an awesome also, trilogy. Also, I, I love the scenes in the second one with Lou Brown, who's the manager's in the hospital, yep. and he's listening <laughs> to the game. He's listening to the game, but, but he's watching and he starts for the soaps. jumping on the bed, hospital bed, cheering. I and the nurse is coming. Is everything okay? I love this British. Yeah, I may move there. <laughs> I think it was it was more funny, you know, when um, Vaughn, uh, when Sheen comes back out to Wild Thing, and then the owner is like, "No, not this song again, again, <laughs> again, not this song yeah. again." Not the greatest sequel of a movie, but they didn't do harm to it. It was a good sequel. Yeah, it, it, it's the, I than... said not greatest. I, I said not greatest. It was a good Unless... sequel. We, and we, Bob Euchre killed it in both films. Yes. You can't yes. go wrong with Mr. Euchre. He is the Oscar Madison we all love. <laughs> now, I, can, I have a second. I've got about my second movie. I, uh, it's all good. It's all good. Uh, if I had to pick a second movie, 
Well, I'm picking the second movie, of course. Another movie. A tough one, but it's another comedy. You got to go with The Longest Yard with Adam Sandler. Yes. No, it it's a, it's a great remake, personally. You know, okay, people can debate, oh, it's Adam Sandler doing another cheesy movie. Oh, big deal. But, you know, this one was awesome because it told, it told a great story, you know. Paul Crew, you know, had a great quarterback career in the NFL, and then he fell off the rocks. And then, you know, ends up in the Texas prison, and then he has to assemble a team to play the guards. And then turns out it's just a bunch of pro wrestlers. It's a bunch of pro wrestlers. And then, you know, it just, you know, a caretaker gets killed. It's just a sad story. It's not a sad story, but, you know, it's just it. It's a, just a great movie to watch, in my opinion, because, you know, what? It, it has its funny moments. It has its real moments. It has a realization that, you know what? where a crew decides to start throwing games again. And then he's like, no, I shouldn't do this. I'm better than this. And then, and then he says the, you know, to the, to the, um, to the prisoners, Hey, if I'm going to spend the rest of my life here, I'm going to do it. Cause they're trying to blame caretakers death on me. No, it's not. Let's go and win this rock. Oh, so sad. But I'm going to add, since I know Mike has seen the movie. I mean, it's not a movie. Mike has a team. We know Patsy's seen the movie. I've definitely seen the movie. Who is the only NFL player who was asked to be the star NFL player in the movie? Are we talking the original? No, we're talking the remake. remake. So before Adam Sandler was asked to do it? Adam Sandler asked him and only him. What team was he on? Adam Sandler's. I know I'm saying like 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 what NFL team was oh, it? Oh no 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 that would make wait wait a second wasn't Michael Irvin in oh Michael Irvin. Michael Irvin Michael Irvin Dallas yeah. Cowboy star was the only wide receiver asked to be in the movie as a personal favor to Adam Sandler and uh, Michael Irvin brought along one of the best one of the best one of the best in Terry Crews Cheeseburger Eddie. Love Terry Crews. I don't know how you don't love Terry Crews. He is awesome. Especially Anything those old spice he's ever done. White chicks, come on. Him singing the song in White Chicks. You just can't hear a better Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh, he's singing in Click. You know, he's singing. Everyone is moving. And then I, Sandler mutes him, and then it's just like, "Hey, yeah, keep doing your thing, buddy." That, that's what that movie brings a cast of characters, like Patchy said. It's got some great wrestlers with Bill uh, Goldberg, you know. Yeah. Got great Kali. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's a who's who of actors and comedians, and it's a musty. I mean, I believe Steve Austin's in it as well. Stone Cold's in it as one of the one of the guards. Yeah, and, yeah you know, I, mean, I think I just made him shit himself. <laughs> right. Shit himself. This guy definitely just shit himself, and then and then and then, and then you have the dub version. I think he broke his freaking neck. Neck. <laughs> He's a coke machine with legs, and that it was Nelly. Nelly was the was it Nelly or no? Who was the uh, rapper? I think you're right. I think Nelly was. It was it was Nelly. It wasn't me. You know, kind of made it for that. Now time for the old ops guy. We're gonna go a little serious first. And we're going to go with the greatest game ever played. 
this is a golf movie I take to heart. It's one of the most truest golf movies out there. True story about Francis Wiemet, who was a amateur golf player who got asked to play in the U.S. Open against the greatest golfers at that time, one of them being Harry Varden, the British champion who's won more trophies than Bobby Jones at that point. And Francis Wiemet beats him in the greatest game literally ever played. It's a fun family movie too. It's a Disney movie. I recommend if you haven't seen it, check it out. It's a fun fun movie now gonna go to my comedy side you know there's so many different movies that are out there but i i like going the kids version of the way and i'm gonna go the mighty ducks a feel good fun laugh out underdog movie about a lawyer emilio estevez who is the greatest lawyer there is, but gets caught on a little bit of a misdemeanor and his penance is to do community service and he is to coach this league of rugrats. But back in his heyday, he was the star player. He was going to go somewhere, but his dad unfortunately died and his will for playing, yada, yada, yada. But the whole movie is fun family. I know... Mike has seen it, and we definitely know Patsy has seen it. You guys, the comedy to Mighty Ducks. Mike and Mike, Mike, you're your ice expert. Where do you put this? Is this a good one? I love them. I love the whole series of the Mighty Ducks. So the first one's great. Second one's really good. Third one's good. It's not just not as good as the first two, mainly because they're more grown up. But it's a solid, it's a great kids movie, the first one especially. And I will forever say Charlie Conway is the greatest person to ever wear a duck sweater. That includes the real life ducks, people. Patchy, what about you? I haven't seen it in a long time. But I do enjoy it. Dude, on Disney Plus. Listen, when you're like me and you work. 50 hours a week between three jobs sometimes and you're trying to run this network you gotta have i definitely i have time for myself so maybe i will go rewatch all the mighty ducks but i do enjoy the mighty ducks okay so now we're gonna change it up a bit we're gonna keep it the same way but now you're gonna name we're gonna do one each and these are your top two all-time favorite sports movies Kind of hard to do on a whim's notice. But we're going to reverse the order a little bit. We're going to go patchy first. Ooh. Well, I kind of said, I I know we were doing like a tough five. Like my all-time favorite sports movie is Happy Gilmore. Okay. But uh, I got to think of two more. Uh, uh, You got to go with the Sandlot. Okay. Absolutely. You can't forget the Sandlot. Just another great baseball movie to watch. No. All the kids playing in the backyard. It takes you back to your youth day sometimes. You know, if you lived in an area where there was a bunch of kids, what you go do? Y'all go play baseball during the summer. Just, you know, back in that day, hey, y'all went to a baseball field, play baseball till the sun went, till the sun went down and the lights came on, you knew to get your butt home. Mm-hmm. But you know, it just tells a great story. You know, you lose the baseball that, you know, hey, 
had a, a very good autograph on there and the dog mm -hmm. ruins it. And thank God you didn't get your ass beaten to be put six feet under. That 1927 murderer's row ball they get at the end. Me and a, another collector had the fun of trying to figure out the estimate on that. We can't. It's impossible. There has to be. Bruce. <laughs> the great Bambino. Oh man! Just um, a, no, it, I will say it's one of my favorite movies to watch because you know at the end you know few few of them are still not a few of them are still hanging out but you know like two of them are still in connection you know one being on the Dodgers and one being the play by play commentator exactly. so exactly. shows that friendships last forever there and then if I had to pick a I would no have he said one right we're he doing said, one we're doing one at a time this time okay. But then, like you were like you're like everyone pick one, then you're like your your two top favorite movies. Right, right. Yeah. We're just gonna do one at a time. Mike. Okay, so I got my other one then. Yep. Just Mike. one, minute. yeah. So th this has to be said. It is the original version, not the stupid new ver version, but the original version of Space Jam with Michael Jordan. That needs to be said. Michael Jordan, who is the greatest player, basketball player of all time, with Bugs Bunny, who is the greatest cartoon character of all time. It's just a fun movie. Also, uh, Newman from Seinfeld is in it, <laughs> which is awesome. Um but it's a great movie. It's a fun movie. And it shows a lot of former basketball all-stars. Instead, also, Patrick Ewing, Nick's legend, Charles Barkley, who, who may have thought his performance was just terrible, man. I, I thought it was terrible, terrible performance <laughs> out of Barkley. Larry Johnson's in it. Space Jam, the original Space Jam, Little is Bobby. awesome. Don't forget Little Muggsy. Yeah. Little Muggsy. Space Jam is one of those movies where, you know, yeah, they remade it with uh, Prima Donna, LeBron James. No, Mike's right. You leave good enough alone. Michael Jordan did an excellent job and made it, made it fun for the whole family because there's nothing really bad in it. It's all awesome from start to go. Patchy, any thoughts on Space Jam? Love Space Jam. Have not yet watched the second one. Don't plan on watching it. I will it. not watch it. And you get don't have me watching it. Now, for me, this is a movie that has to be said, and it's White Men Can't Jump. I truly, this, is, this goes back probably before these guys were even really watching sports movies. White Men Can't Jump, the story of two, one, two street ball hustlers who can't get, a, get along, but you've got Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson, who, Wesley Snipes, I believe, could really play ball. Woody Harrelson amazed me, but the acting, Rosie Perez just wanting to be on Jeopardy. I mean, it, you know, the whole the whole movie, but the whole movie just shows you about you're there for one another when needed and 
con business, if you know how to do it right, it works. Patchy, any thoughts on white men can't jump? Besides the fact that neither of the three of us can. Uh, honest opinion, never saw it. Wow, I like honesty. Well, uh, this is going to be sad. Mike. Oh, my God. I love white men can't jump because it's the story of my life. <laughs> okay, these two now have a homework assignment to watch the movie and write a three-page paper. Yeah, no. Yeah, I didn't think that was going to No, work. listen, I can't jump, so I love the title. Love Leslie Snipes. Love Woody Harrelson. It's a great film. It's fun. Okay. Now comes the number one, the pinnacle of your favorite sports movie ever. And we're going to start this one off with Rifkin. Okay. So so I want to cater this. It's not really my favorite. My favorite's already been said with Major League and Miracle. But first, I'm going to do an honorable mention of Moneyball, mainly because Billy Bean and I could be played by Brad Pitt in a movie, and, and I think people would be okay with that. Um, but as for good as that, that is, for the love of the game, uh, I I know there's someone out there who's one of you's gonna say field of dreams but for the love of the game billy chapel who was played why am i blanking on the actor kevin costner kevin costner he throws a perfect game at yankee stadium like it's such a good story it's not even fully Baseball centric, but because of the story outside of it, but it's a phenomenal movie. Kevin Costner's to me. John C. Riley's amazing in it. He plays the catcher. J.K. Simmons is in the movie, which gets at points as well. For the love of the game. Great. That's a great choice. A fun movie. And anytime I want any, my friends say anything about. Yankee movies and that. I just say that to give them a bit of feeling downward for a few minutes. <laughs> Tati, have you seen For the Love of the Game? Believe so. Okay. I believe so. I memory of um a wall sometimes here. Yeah. Um great movie. I, I I believe it's a great movie. So I'll <laughs> I'll 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 go back, refresh my memory and watch it too. So I got a couple movies to watch maybe when see. I get home. See, we keep Patchy busy. We try to. You keep me more busy. You're going to bang my head into a wall somewhere. <laughs> all right. Now on to the Presidente's number one all-time favorite. Well, mine was already said, too. Happy, Gil- Happy Gilmore is my favorite, mo- favorite movie. So I'll go, um, I'll go an honorable mention. I like Field of Dreams. But, you know, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be on my list. It would be on a top ten list for me. But I have to go with the remake of Bad News Bears in 05. With Billy Bob Thornton. With Billy Bob Thornton. Because Billy Bob Thornton does a great job being the alcoholic coach. Uh, I don't think, you know, Walter Matthau, you know, did the original. And he does a fantastic job. 
It's hard to think anyone could have replicated or even made it a little bit better. Billy Bob Thornton was the perfect actor to replicate or attempt to replicate what he did. Yes. And I love that they bring an element into it that is not really discussed. Kids who are handicapped who want to play. Yep. And that to me makes it an understandably why it's up at Patches all time's favorite. As for myself, now I spanned back movies well before these guys, but it's going to make them laugh. It's not a diehard serious movie. It's a kid movie and it's about baseball. It is my dream wish I wish could happen. Little Big League. Oh, great film. I was gonna I was gonna mention that, but I was like, yeah, I, I like it, but I really I did Little I, Big League, the story of a kid's grand kid's grandfather owns the Minnesota twins. Now the grandfather was expecting the kid to be a lot older when he, he was gonna pass, but his grandfather passes and he leaves his kid, uh, leaves his grandson, the Minnesota twins. And what makes it even better is this kid is a baseball encyclopedia. He knows everything. What happens? He plays some old kid fun and games. If that's all, if my mom sits all right, it's all right with you. Next thing you know, and he's managing the Minnesota Twins. And these guys he's known forever, you know, shun it out like, oh, they're the joke of the league, but then start seeing he knows what he's doing. And who knows? Maybe those Minnesota Twins could be that team this year. I mean, they do have a talented team right now. Will they be there? I don't know. Now, at least I know these two have seen the movie because of the reaction. Mike, your reaction on Little Big League? First and foremost, um, Sergeant Taggart from Beverly Hills Cop is the pitching coach. Yeah. But it's, it's again, it's a fun kids movie. Like, how often do you see the hidden ball trick anymore? That's played in this film. The play with the Griffey. security guard. Yeah, and on Ken Griffey Jr. By the way, we also get an epic Ken Griffey Jr. catch at the end of the game. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a fun kids movie. It really is. Also, it's everyone's dream to manage their manage their favorite team because everyone wants to play armchair manager (laughs) patchman yeah it's just a it's a great kids movie to watch you know also there's just so many more you know major leaguers in that movie too mine is junior well yeah randy johnson lou pinella yvonne rodriguez eric anthony oh yeah i mean it's it's just great baseball, but you want to know the, it's not a baseball scene that was the greatest in that entire movie. Before the start of that game, the kid has to finish his homework. And it proves to show that none of these guys ever paid attention in school because the kid puts up the problem and I solved it in 30 seconds. They have to wait for my man, Jonathan Silverman, to come out and explain it to everybody. And that's how they get the answer. What's the next line? Oh, we can go play ball now. And they all run out and go. (laughs) 
And also, you, you, you can't forget the great commentator of Chris Berman. Yeah. Gotta love the, Chris Berman. Then you have the, the amusement park scene for his birthday. Yep. Then you got the scene where and his buddy gets... The... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Rifkin. And then there's the scene where he's arguing with the umpire and he says something and his mom calls him over. Billy, what did you say to that man? <laughs> and I'll he gets banned. He one said. Day. <laughs> he gets suspended. And then his I I forget I forget who it is. I don't know. Now, I'm probably, I can't remember if it's this movie or the other movie where the one guy gets locked in between the conjoined doors in the hotel. That's no, rookie no. of the year. Rookie okay, of the year. okay. So yeah. I, I I I always get my scenes confused because I always think it's it's in this movie, but it's actually the other movie. But, but this one shout out to that scene in Rookie of the Year. Yeah. And just watching this movie because it, it it's not only about a kid's life, it really shows, you know, what guys go through in baseball, what they try to do to win. But it's just a fun, fun family movie. But I happen to love it as a personal favorite. Then there's the scene in the hotel with the wa- the art of the water balloon. <laughs> Dropping water balloons out the window, you know. Well, it, these are type of movies I love, and I can't wait to show them to my kids. You know, I just got my framed, uh, signed uh, Ian Tom Nichols uh, jerseys uh, with the quote: "Pitcher's got a big butt." It's now up and framed. You know, if you want to listen to stuff like this and have fun with us, Patchy, what is the website? Oh, go to our website, www.thesportsinsanitynetwork.com. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, listen to us on Anchor, wherever you get your podcast. And we don't end without two very special sentences. First, we're going to give off our names. I am Mark Oldopsky Halpern. The one of one president. Lawrence Patchman Lang. I'm Mike Rifkin. And in Mike Rifkin's final words, as we always say, Namaste. And Patchy. And say goodnight to your mama because your mama loves you. Even though it's morning. Even though it's morning. We can always say that. At, At this time of this recording, it is morning. Everybody, have a great day. Enjoy Memorial Day weekend. Thank you, everyone who has served our country and has fought for us. Have a great show.